0: Thanks for listening to Hanging With
1: The Saavedra's Podcast Good Mama and Dada It's a fast over It's a over it's a over over oh, 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 oh
2: we're hoping you have the best day ever today thank you for hanging out with us
0: yes sir hola on today's episode We arrive on the last chapter of our story so far. It seemed that our move back home was going to be the beginning of the best part of the rest of our life. We had no idea we would be facing the toughest two years of our marriage. You're going to find out how after
2: the radio station I worked for in NYC was sold, we were left in limbo. Mm -hmm. And God blessed us with a new job here in LA one week before we had to move out of our NYC apartment due to our lease about to be Up until that moment, we didn't know where we were going to live next.
0: That's right. It was definitely God's will for us to be back in LA for many reasons, which you will find out about. And one of them was to test and strengthen our marriage, especially Mm. during the third trimester of our second baby's difficult pregnancy, where I felt like a single mother due to all the challenges we were facing.
2: But here we are, thank God, stronger than ever, with more faith than ever, and ready to continue sharing our journey with you in hopes that it can encourage you with whatever you're going through today yes let's go Thank you for hanging out with us, familia. I want to thank God for giving us the opportunity to chill with you again. My name is your boy, Edgar, and this is showgirl, Janet.
0: <laughs> 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 You're
2: such a nerd, or am I the nerd?
0: Yeah, we're both nerds.
2: want to start off by reading a funny message we got on Instagram from julies underscore masks before we get into the last chapter so far. Of our story. Yes. <laughs> this cracked me up, love. I don't know if I've read this to you yet. I
0: have not seen this message.
2: Okay, cool. So she wrote, OMG Edgar, I have to tell you that I'm happy you are back on the radio because we just announced that we started on show, Shaboy Show, right? I love your podcast, even though everyone in my family thinks it's boring. Oh. <laughs> they just don't take the time to listen to the whole episode i have cried and laughed with Mm. y'all every single time today while making breakfast finally i was able to listen to your radio show yes shaboy show and my daughter who thinks your podcast is boring thanks for (laughs) emphasizing that again by the way and my daughter, who thinks your podcast is boring, was cracking up at your radio show. Oh
0: wow. She
2: asked me, nice, who are you listening to, mom? And I told her,
0: The boring podcast. It's the
2: <laughs> it's the guy from the boring podcast. I
0: love it. <laughs> That's awesome.
2: And then she wrote, L O L she loves your radio show keep it up i love both your podcast and your radio show thank you blessings and i know that god and your dad rest in peace are leading your way love you guys kisses to everyone from new york
0: Ooh, love it. That's Thank a, you. Such a real comment. I love it because it's true. The radio show is Madre is more party. And Cotorreo. this is more like we're talking and telling you guys about our life.
2: Yeah. And obviously her daughter's a little bit younger. That's and whatnot, okay. So she wants to hear like the party vibe <laughs> and joking around. And we do some of that here too. But then we get deep and talk about some real stuff.
1: That's
0: awesome. So no. we
2: appreciate you. And if uh, you want to get some more of this Madre and just laugh in the morning.
0: Go to showboyshow.com. Get it, girl? (laughs) That's right. So
2: shout out to you, Julie's Mask, uh, and your daughter who thinks I'm boring on the podcast but thinks I'm funny on the radio.
0: Saludos. Hi. (laughs) Greetings from the boring podcast.
2: (laughs) Thank you so much for the messages you send us on Instagram.
0: On Apple. On
2: Apple Podcasts. It means the world to us, to be honest. Uh, Before we dive into what up to now is our last chapter, because the rest of our story is still to be written, babe. Yeah. We're writing it now. Co-authoring with God. I want to share a few encouraging thoughts that will help guide us and give context to the chapter we're about to get into of our life. Yeah. The first thing I want to encourage you to do is eliminate the saying that we all have said many times when something good happens in our life. When something amazing, that doesn't seem like we deserve it. We say it's too good to be true. Mm-hmm. It can't be true. Eliminate that from your vocabulary from your sayings from your thoughts from your life and remember that when something good is happening to you the reality is that you don't know it may not last for a long time so while it's happening to you you gotta believe it and
0: enjoy it right while you're in it Hmm. tell me more
2: when we are blessed with something amazing janet and i now say it is is good." good it is true because God is good and is true. Mm-hmm. So embrace those moments. Let me say that again so you can say it hopefully in your life as well. When you're being blessed above and beyond what you ever imagined, especially if it's in this moment when so many of us are going through challenging moments, say, it is good, it is true, because God is good and God is true. Yeah. And embrace it, enjoy it, bathe in it, revolcate en lo bueno, you know?
0: You are worth it and you matter. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you deserve good things to happen to you. Yeah.
2: Because life isn't always
0: great. Right.
2: Uh, The second thing I want to share with you is I want to encourage you to audit your thoughts. You got to realize what is it doing? What are those thoughts doing to your life, to your thoughts and to your actions?
0: Give me an example.
2: Are you feeding the line of faith in your mind Mm. or are you feeding the line of fear? If you think of a lion being in your mind, every thought that you get, we have thousands of thoughts every day mm-hmm. that we don't say out loud, but they're either feeding the line of faith yeah. and building you up or te están aguitando and tearing you down, building the line of fear. Whichever line you feed more is going to end up ruling in your thoughts.
0: Devouring the other one.
2: Yes, babe. Mm-hmm. And eventually... Your thoughts turn into actions and how you behave and how you feel. True. So I just want to encourage you to audit your thoughts because at times the enemy doesn't even need real events or real bad things to happen in your life to steal your joy or your peace. It just takes one negative thought. Yeah. What if blank negative thing happens to me? Then it's all going to end. But while you're thinking of that, it hasn't even happened. You don't even know if it's really going to happen, but it kills the joy and your peace today and it robs you of the joy of the blessing that you're living through right now
0: that's so true sometimes i feel like with the girls i get like i'm a very patient person but i really work up on my you know patience yeah and if i'm in a bad mood i immediately think oh i'm worshiping the enemy wow because god doesn't want me to be upset Mm. and i immediately change my mindset and I try to do everything possible that I could, you know, to like change the music, change the atmosphere around me. Because I know that the moment I start being sad, upset, victim, da 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 it's like I'm worshiping the enemy and I don't want the enemy to win. I want God to win. I'm a warrior of the Lord and he knows who I am and he knows my heart. So I'm going to be happy and I'm going to give my girls the best of me.
2: I love that. And I think ultimately what you bring up, love, is... Don't allow your circumstances to dictate your faith or your emotions, but instead allow your
0: faith to overcome,
2: to dictate your circumstances, your emotion, your feeling, right? And it doesn't mean you're always going to be happy and joyful, you know what I'm saying? But at least you can have peace amongst the storm. Yeah. So anyways, just wanted to set that context for you as we get into this last chapter, which...
0: Has been an emotional roller coaster <laughs> for sure.
2: Has been one of the most difficult ones of our <laughs> life. You're about to find out how after the radio show that I used to work at in New York City and the radio station was sold by the company I used to work for, we were left in limbo. And then God blessed us with a new job here in L.A. Literally, guys, one week before, yeah. we had to move out of our NYC apartment due to our lease being up. Up until that moment, Janet, you remember this. We had Ariela, a newborn baby. Yeah. We didn't know where we were going to live next. No sabíamos. It was one week left till our lease was up.
0: But you know what's crazy? We were never worried. I never felt, or maybe you didn't show me that you were
2: worried. Well, the Bible says worry about nothing and pray about everything. And what was happening in the time is I already knew that there was a potential opportunity in L.A. And God's divine timing, and Mm -hmm. many of you have been sending messages about how amazing that is about god is never late god is never early but he's always on time mm-hmm. during the time that the radio company I used to work for was selling its radio stations and i knew that amp radio in new york was no longer gonna exist because they were gonna sell it there was already conversations for me to come to la and work for amp radio in la and what's crazy is that at that same moment in time carson daly was retiring from radio right to focus more on his family which man, I admire that so much of him because he was working for the Today Show as well in New York.
0: And had his morning show. And and
2: still doing radio in L.A.
0: When you first told me about that, I was like, no way. There's no way this legend's going to retire.
2: It it seemed unreal. And a gentleman by the name of Chris Ebbett uh, was literally traveling across the nation, interviewing and scouting radio hosts to potentially eventually build a radio show here in LA to take over the Carson Daly show. I was his first interviewee and he flew out to New York. We sat down, we spoke. And then he said, after we spoke and I think it went well, obviously he said, all right, Edgar, thank you. I'm going to go interview the rest of the nation now and I'll get back to you. (laughs) Meantime, no
0: pressure. (laughs) We have
2: no idea where we're going to live after December 15th.
0: It's like one spot out of how many people that he was going to interview.
2: Our lease was up December 15th, which is also the date that I asked Janet to yeah, be my girlfriend. It's just a special number. Right? <laughs> December yeah. 15th. Anyways, months later, he comes back around and says, you know what? We're building this show in LA. We're not picking up uh, anybody's show. We, we want to build just certain, certain people and building it. You know, We got Brian and eventually we got Chelsea uh, who have now become friends and Brad and Tamara and DJ Majestic. We became to be the radio show here in LA at Amp Radio. Initially, that was tough Hmm.
1: because I
2: wish I could have brought my sister Nina with me. And it was very close to happening, Nina coming out to L.A. But some things happened, not between her and I, we're... We're homies and we're friends. She's my sister and we love her forever. Yeah, but just radio business things happened, and they she had a
0: vision, right? In yeah, the, uh,
2: and she ended up going to Chicago and is a very successful co-host and hosting her own show along with Gabe in Chicago, and she's doing great. And I'm so proud of her. And Kristen is a producer in an amazing show yeah. out of New Jersey, the number one talk show out of Jersey. So congrats to her. So everybody's taking care. It hurt me that I couldn't bring necessarily my team initially. Mm -hmm. But I also saw it with a heart of gratitude of saying, I get to go home back to L.A. to be with my family, L.A., my parents, closer to Janet's parents. Right. And, hey, I get to have a job, (laughs) you know, and the company is going to pay for us to move back home. That was a blessing. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much (laughs) for that. And we have a newborn at home. and, And the crazy thing that happened is that because this company was being sold at the time, the general manager that was in L.A. that had signed off on me being hired got moved to a different city and a new general manager came into L.A. And
0: then Chris got moved positions too, right? And then
2: eventually Chris Ebbett got moved radio stations, who was the one that hired me here for L.A., and it just Out of became a <laughs> situation that was beyond what I could ever control. Just. That's what happens though. When companies are bought, when companies are sold, mm-hmm. new management pieces move around. Regardless, we are grateful to Chris Abbott. We are grateful to the new company that bought my previous company that brought us home to LA. Yeah. And we were able to be here with my parents during the most difficult times of their life because they had a lot of health issues. So, anyways, that's how that happened. And I remember one of the first memories I have from moving back to L.A., babe, which is where I grew up. You grew up in Northern California.
1: Right.
2: It was right before Christmas that we moved out here of 2017. About to start 2018. And we had to stay at my parents' house with my dad, rest in peace, and my mom.
0: Right.
2: And they were so happy (laughs) because Ariella was there. Yeah. And Ariella was like a year old, barely. And one of the most vivid moments I remember, babe, is... My dad, rest in peace, yelling for us. Vengan, vengan, estamos afuera. Mira, Ariela, mira, mira. And my dad was outside teaching Ariela how to walk.
0: That was a beautiful moment.
2: And he was holding Ariela's hand with his finger, and Ariela was holding on to my dad's finger, and they were walking on the sidewalk, and then he let her go. (laughs) And Ariella walked on her own for the first time. With your dad at his house. And that was our firstborn. So it was like
0: such an amazing, beautiful moment. That was. I love that um, that your parents got to see that. Your dad got to see that. And he was the first one. (laughs) Uh, Are you okay?
2: Yeah, I'm just... (laughs) For those of you that... Have lost a loved one, you know what it's like. Um, there's certain things that trigger emotions.
0: Yeah, this is definitely one of them. And, and this is,
2: if this is one of the first times you hear our podcast, my dad passed away two months ago from this moment that we're recording this. And so, uh,
0: That's uh, life, huh? One's starting uh. to walk, the other one's like slowing down. <laughs> <laughs> I was right
2: about to go lay down and yeah. be in heaven. But it was such a beautiful memory that my dad was able to help like put in her first steps love i want to ask you as a wife as a partner what was going through your mind during this transition you literally don't know where we're gonna live after december 15th while we're still in new york we thought we had something secure and then they said maybe not because new management's coming in what was going through your mind because you weren't pressuring me you weren't freaking out when i would come home you were like you better figure this out your crazy radio career has us all over the place. Yeah. Mira nomás, tenemos una niña. You never complained. You never put that pressure on me. And I want to thank you for that. You're
1: welcome. But
0: what was going through your mind? Ever since I was a little girl, my parents would always take us on vacation and like taught us how to travel and love to travel. And I think your career and traveling has been fun for me. <laughs> But I was just not letting fear get to me because of the uncertainty of where we're going to live, where we're going to, you know, are we going to be in an apartment, in a house, where, what town, what city. I was just enjoying the ride. I was like, I have faith. I know God is going to put us at the right place. And honestly, deep inside, I knew we were coming back to California.
2: Really? You felt that?
0: Yeah. Yeah. L.A. has always been home. And the timing of, you know, Carson Daly and you getting interviewed. And I just had faith that God was bringing us back. I had no idea. We were going to be going through, you know, like maturing (laughs) in the process of, you know, growing up, getting older and like seeing hard things and having hard conversations. But I knew and I had faith that we were coming back home and there was nothing for you to like You know, for me to ask you or tell you, hey, what about us? Or hey, where are we going to be? Or get a job? or There was none of that because I knew you're always taking care of us. But
2: I just want to thank you because it would have only made matters worse if I would have come home every day and hearing you question or complain or doubt that God was going to provide for us and find a way. Because first of all, you complaining wouldn't have helped the situation you lo en cara de that my career is crazy and uncertain wouldn't have helped find me a job
0: it would
2: only create more stress and right and friction in our marriage and you did the exact opposite of that
0: yeah i like to consider myself a very positive person and a woman of faith so why would i say that i am a woman of faith if my actions are contradicting mm-hmm. you know I'm like, no, we're going to be okay. And we have been, and God's always, you know, taking care of us. Yes.
2: We look back at our different moments of challenges and so on and so forth, and God has always been there for us, no matter what. Even in the last second, like in this situation, right? Yeah. So thank you for sharing that, babe. Yeah. Uh, Coming up next, you're going to find out about definitely the most challenging moment in our marriage, nine years out of our marriage, the moment that Janet, in tears, in our bedroom, Late at night, when I came home from the hospital, from seeing my mom (sighs) fight for her life, we were already in LA, and Janet said, Babe, I'm not complaining. I love you. I love your mom. I can't imagine what you're going through, because I know she's fighting for her life in the hospital, but I feel like a single mom right now. What can we do? Coming up next, we'll dive into that. One of the most difficult moments as a husband, as a father, that I had to go through and has a, son. has a son yeah but before yeah. we get to that we want to share that we're super excited because we got our first ever ring video doorbell i love it we were having a little challenge with ariela our oldest daughter who's uh-huh. three and a half anytime somebody knocked at the door she was the first to the door even if we weren't around so now we've trained her to come and look at our cell phone so you could see via video who's at the
0: door and she gets so excited it's amazing because a doorbell rings she sees my phone and sees who's at the door without having to run to it and open it.
2: I feel super safe. And what's cool is that even when I'm not home and I'm at work, I get the same notification that somebody is at our door and I get to check the video and I can even speak to the person if I need to through the Ring app on my cell phone. And that's what's awesome about the Ring video doorbell. It helps you stay connected to your home from anywhere in the world. Ring detects motion when people come onto your property. You get notifications on your phone, your tablet or P- Get peace of mind knowing that your loved ones are safe.
0: Get a special offer on the Ring Welcome Kit when you go to ring.com slash Sotelos. The Welcome Kit includes the Ring Video Doorbell 3 and Chime Pro. It's all you need to start building custom security for your home today. Just go to ring.com slash Sotelos. That's ring.com slash Sotelos. I love it.
2: How do you respond to your wife in tears coming to you and telling you as a husband, babe, I love you. I want to be there for you. I want to support you. I don't want to sound like I'm complaining because I'm not. At the same time, I just want you to know I need to communicate that I feel like a single mother right now. And I'm pregnant with your second daughter. And it's been a challenging pregnancy. How do you deal with that realization when you're being pulled in so many different directions? You want to be a great father, a great husband, a great provider, great son, a great son.
0: That was a very hard conversation for me to have with you because I know your heart and I know that ever since we got married, we've been away from our parents and you coming over. And seeing your mom at the hospital, you immediately wanted to take over and take control and take lead in the whole situation, which I am very proud of that you did. And it was really hard on me, but I'm like, I can't imagine how hard it was on you. And it was really hard and selfish for me to ask you, but honestly, I was so tired. I was like with Ariela, demanding, beautiful little girl, but the second pregnancy was really tough. And you were leaving at four in the morning. And not coming back till 10 at night and then doing it again because you would go to work and then go to the hospital. And it was a really tough situation. We almost lost your mom like two times, three times. And and I was homesick, like worried about, you know, what's going to happen to your mom? Is she okay? And you driving an hour and a half, you know, back and forth. And I was really stressed out, honestly.
2: Let me give you a little bit of context. So about 10 months into our move back home to L.A., we had just bought our home, our first home here in Southern California, which has been something that my mom and my dad have been praying for. <laughs>
0: for like 10 years. <laughs> yeah,
2: 10 years since I left L.A. for the first time to San Francisco, then to Dallas, New York City, and then finally back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kept praying for the moment that we would have a home in L.A. and be close to them. And we finally had been blessed with that opportunity. We had our daughter, Adiela, who was a year and a half years old, and we had gotten pregnant. With our second daughter, Alani. Mm -hmm. We were in the third trimester. Things were going well so far with the pregnancy. But then the third trimester was extremely difficult. Way different than Ariella's pregnancy, which was so smooth. Mm -hmm. A lot of pain. A lot of discomfort. For sure. A lot of false alarms.
0: A lot of of stress. A lot of
2: stress. Mm -hmm. And then because my mom has a terminal illness mild dysplastic syndrome which she doesn't produce red blood cells so she needs to get blood transfusions in order to stay alive there's no cure it's just management we believe in a miracle it could happen and we pray for it every day just
0: a lifestyle right no
2: she ended up getting an infection and went to the hospital yeah long story short she was hospitalized for three months my brother eddie and george who are my older brothers 12 and 14 years older than i am have been amazing their families have been amazing and we all helped out in every way. But I took lead in the health situation of being there every day at the hospital with mom, talking to doctors, talking to insurance companies, researching, etc.
0: You're like an honorary nurse now. I really <laughs> am. Like I,
2: God bless <laughs> nurses, by the way, and doctors. We love you. Thank you for all that you do. You
0: know a lot of the lingo.
2: <laughs> As Janet mentioned, 4 a.m. Yeah. Go do the show in L.A.
0: And I was like, go, go, go.
2: 10 30 11 a.m i would leave the show and i thank our team and everybody involved that was so graceful with me and understanding and i would go to the hospital right after that and i wouldn't come home till 9 or 10 p.m at night shower and then do it all over again and god showed us so many miracles when doctors were saying there was no more hope for her you guys just tell us when we need to disconnect her from the machines and she was in icu but we kept believing in a miracle and my mom today is a walking miracle She's outlasted her life expectancy by two years now. And we are grateful for her and for God's blessing on that. But during that third trimester, Janet was going through this difficult pregnancy. I want to thank you, love, for telling me how you felt. I can imagine how difficult it was feeling the pains that you were feeling and having a a one-and-a-half-year-old running around not seeing your husband, except for maybe 15 minutes every time. And I know that I was coming home exhausted defeated because my mom Mm -hmm. could potentially pass away but you were still there giving me strength and praying for me and for for my mom and i want to thank you for that
0: i don't know how we got to that but through prayer
2: and when you told me that you felt like a single mom i knew that i needed to adjust certain things so instead of staying with my mom till 8 or 9 p.m at night i would only stay till 5 Mm -hmm. and Not that my brothers and family weren't there with me. They were, but I didn't want to leave. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wanted to be there with my mom. Started trusting more in God that I didn't have to be present for her to be taken care of 100%. I knew that I needed to be here for you as well.
0: I thank you for that.
2: And I thank you that you never made it that I needed to choose between you or my mom. It wasn't about that. It was just like, please continue being there for your mom. I I need you here. Mm-hmm. And then thankfully, your parents came down from Northern California and were with us last month of your trimester to help out. And they were such a blessing.
0: Oh, man, I remember I couldn't even walk. There's days that I couldn't even walk. So much pain and getting closer to her birth. And then she wasn't coming. And it was very painful. <laughs> but we got through it by the grace of God.
2: <laughs> I feel like Alani's pregnancy and birth, it's like an example of what this last chapter has been of our life. <laughs> a lot of pain, a lot of challenges, but eventually we're just waiting for that blessing to come.
0: And she's the happiest baby, so yes. the blessing is going to be great. Yes,
2: amen, <laughs> so don't give durable. up on that. I do have some fun audios to share with you oh. of us driving to the hospital as I'm getting calls from Janet Babe. I think, I think Alani's coming and I, I would leave work. And I remember this one time we thought this was it because it was the second time we were going to the hospital. The first time we had been sent back home and I was driving Janet to the hospital because we're thinking Alani's coming. And this is what happened. Familia, we're in the car on our way to the hospital. I feel like I
0: want to give birth
2: so bad. Okay, don't push too much right now. e Make sure your water doesn't break because I don't have any
1: towels.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hope it does. <laughs> Te amo. I love you. Blessings. Love you guys. Thank you for your prayers. Animal. Janet has a complaint. You took the bumpiest road, chucu. <laughs> 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 <that's> well it's like a To help the baby come out, babe. All right, love you. Hey guys, we're at the hospital. Uh, she's going to be monitored. They want her to walk around for an hour to see what happens. It may be a false alarm. We don't know. Puede ser una alarma falsa, pero vamos a hacer todo lo posible. Tiene que caminar. And ready, squats. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. Come on, baby, we got this. Ya te queremos conocer, baby. Come on. Familia, it's official. Baby number two is a prankster. Nuestra bebé traviesa y fue una falsa alarma. Nos están mandando a la casa. <laughs> we getting sent home? Oh man, I'm bummed out. It's okay, baby. My chuku dilated? Uh, she's just not dilated enough, so we're going to go home and work on that. And
0: I'm feeling pain, but not enough to get this baby
2: out. Yeah, pero ya mero bebé, ya mero, we're ya mero te conocemos. Yeah, gracias por sus oraciones. Thanks for all the love. We love you guys. Coming soon. Coming soon. We got to keep twerking, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Te amo. I love
1: you.
2: By that time, my mom was home and healthier, obviously, because she was out of the hospital. But babe, what were you thinking? This was so different than Ariela's pregnancy, which is like, your water broke, and we just went to the hospital, and she was out
0: less than 24 hours. Well, people kept telling me that the second pregnancy is... A lot more smoother, a lot easier, and I felt like this was like my first pregnancy. <laughs> like this felt totally different from Ariela's, and and I was like, "Wow, I can't believe that this is my second baby." Ish, I should be like, you know, pushing her out, quick. pushing her out, and everything. But no, I felt totally different.
2: How did it feel for you that this was the second time that we went to the hospital and we got sent home?
0: Oh, devastated. I was in so much pain, babe. It's something that I can't even explain. It, it was just so painful. And I was like ready for her to come out.
2: And then the third time happened when you're like, we need to go to the hospital. And what's crazy is that you probably took three hours too long for us to actually go to the hospital. Cause you're like, I don't want to get sent back home. I don't want to go through that again. <laughs> and you literally went through the laboring part here at the house Yeah. You were in so much pain. You were grabbing the walls. It was late at night. I remember this. Your parents were here. And we're like, babe, let's just go to the hospital. You're like, no, I don't want to go yet because I don't want (laughs) to be sent back home.
0: My parents' faces were like, they looked freaked out. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how I looked.
2: And then your water broke. (laughs)
0: And I was like, thank God, vamos.
2: Vámonos. <laughs> and we rushed to the hospital. You
0: know what my biggest fear was? That because with Ariela, we just walked to the hospital. And knowing in New York City, yeah. And knowing Cali or LA traffic, I was like, I hope we don't get stuck in traffic. I hope. Please, the good thing it was
2: late at night. It was like 10 30 PM. Yeah. So we took off. We drove about 30 minutes to the hospital. Right. We get there. No traffic. No God. traffic. Thank God. And I'm like, hey, you know what? My wife's water broke. I have a little more experience this time than last time. <laughs> I didn't say it was my water broke. <laughs> yeah. We get rushed in. And we, by that time, we had called your doctor and so on and so forth.
0: The doctor had left. There were The doctor goes, oh, no, you're fine. You're still not ready. Yeah. So and she left when we got there. She had already left.
2: We got there. The nurse checked to see how many centimeters you were dilated. And I remember seeing the nurse's face, love. When she checked, she was like, she saw a ghost. <laughs> Como que vio la Que
0: tengo allá abajo que...
2: es una selva. No. Okay, this is TMI. But she's like, you are 10 centimeters dilated, which is... Ready to... How many centimeters you need to be dilated to start pushing and give birth. I
0: was like, yes. And she was like,
2: do not sneeze, do not cough, don't do anything because the baby's going to come out. The doctor's on her way back. And they called the doctor like, yo, bust the U-turn. You need to come back. And there was a moment in time we thought the doctor wasn't going to make it. And the
0: nurses were going to have to deliver you, babe. I was ready. And at that point, I was like, okay, yeah. But then it got scary because I wasn't feeling contractions when I should be feeling the pain yeah. to push. And and I just told them, I'm just going to push the baby out.
2: Without feeling contractions. Yeah. No epidural again. No epidural again. You're just like, I want her out.
0: And I did.
2: From the moment we got to the hospital, Alani was born 45 minutes later. Yeah. (laughs) Meaning, if we would have waited an extra 15 minutes at home. She
0: could have been born here at the house.
2: She would have ruined my car. (laughs) (laughs) And it was such a blessing after all that pain. Oh, yeah. All of that struggle. Her beautiful second daughter, Alani, was finally born.
1: Congratulations. Thank you, Jesus. Oh Thank you, the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Okay. You see me, man? You did me, man? Oh my God! Yeah, she cried. Surprise. She
2: cried. Surprise. She cried. That's
1: good, man. Right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I love Oh I love you. I love you. you. I my love
0: <laughs> wow oh i get teary why babe because like just a few days before you were at the hospital like almost seeing your mom die and then here i am giving birth and you know like oh, it's a crazy life and God, cycles and, of life yeah. right <laughs> oh we're so blessed with our two girls and they're so amazing
2: yeah, we're so grateful, and you were such a champ in this whole thing, babe. And I just want to thank you. Thank for you, being so babe. You're so strong.
0: You know, like you're not the typical Mexicano macho. You're such a cheerleader, and, and you've like been so supportive with both pregnancies and everything in general. You're just a great, you're a great partner in life, and um, I'm so blessed to have you.
2: I'm just reciprocating what I get from you, to be honest. And it's interesting how, again, Janet's second pregnancy with Alani was the most challenging, painful, and frustrating pregnancy compared to Ariela's, And it truly helps illustrate how our life has been these last two years of our marriage that have been the toughest. The different cycles of your life can be compared to the process of giving birth to a new blessing in life. Yeah. The nine-month wait, the pain, the scares, the doubt, it gets way worse before it gets better. Yeah. And then the birth date comes and you finally get to see the blessing, a.k.a. your beautiful baby. And it's almost like that pain and that struggle is erased oh, yeah. because you get to see the blessing and carry it. But it doesn't end there. After a blessing is born, a.k.a. A baby sometimes, the challenges will continue. But because it's your second child, you don't stress or worry as much because the previous experience and the pain has made you stronger wiser and taught you how to manage those challenges better
0: that's so true
2: and i just want to encourage you because life is about seasons it's about cycles but just know that the blessing is gonna come eventually Mm. initially we had named alani isabella alani sotelo and then i remember she was born that night and the next day i was looking at her and I was, I kept saying Isabella to her, and me ignoraba. She was, like, ignoring me. Like, it wasn't feeling. She wasn't feeling the vibe. It was weird.
0: You kept telling me, babe, she doesn't look like an Isabella. She's not right? responding to an Isabella. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and I started saying Alani, her middle name, Alani, Alani. And she was, like, look at me. It was weird. I know yeah. you might be saying, like, really, Edgar? <laughs> but she really was. So we flipped it to Alani Isabella Sotelo. And it was even better because Alani... Was available on Instagram and Isabella <laughs> was not <it. laughs> Really? <laughs> the Instagram handle, I, I researched. They already have Instagram handles. Did they don't use them, but I already parked it for them. Parked it for the, Para you're que la funny. Use them. When they're big. And Isabella in Hebrew means, or it can be translated to, God's beautiful perfection. And Alani means beautiful dear child. So altogether, it's beautiful dear child and God's beautiful perfection. Oh, And our daughters' weird. both names have. Meaning, mm-hmm. like, Ariela is lioness of God in Hebrew.
0: Yeah, I know. She is a little lioness. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes not of God. Explain exactly.
2: <laughs> it. <laughs> Anyways, that's just a little side note. Whatever blessing you're carrying right now, whatever contraction pains, whatever discomfort you're feeling, mm. for those of you that have had the blessing of giving birth or being a dad, you know that it's all worth it right love once you saw alani
0: yeah it, it the body does something so beautiful so magical you're shaking you're having contractions the moment that baby is born everything goes away like nothing happened it's you all know i mean that, joy. that was in my case i know there's certain situations where different you know women have uh, difficulties with pregnancies and delivering unfortunately but with our situation that's how i was i was shaking i was in pain and then yeah. I gave birth and but ultimately, when the baby's born, it's a,
2: it was worth it. It
0: was all worth it.
2: And we're so grateful because both your parents obviously have met our daughters. My parents met them and have enjoyed them so much. Yeah. And after Alani's birth, about six months later, uh, my father was diagnosed with stage four bladder cancer. Yeah. That was in September of two thousand nineteen. A month after that, I ended up losing my job, and three months after that, we were hit with the pandemic. And 4 months after that, my father passed away and graduated to heaven. Wow. It's crazy looking back at it, babe.
0: A lot of tears, a lot of pain, a lot of praying, a lot of getting on our knees, a lot of doubt, a lot <laughs> everything, you name it, we went through it all. But here we are. And a lot of like you.
2: why is this happening? And for more details on that portion of our life, you can refer back to episode 6. Episode 7 and 11. I really don't want to go through it all over again, <laughs> to be honest. But if you really want to dig more deep into those months of my dad's uh, battle versus cancer yeah. and him going to graduating to heaven, that's episode 6 and 7. Very, wow. very encouraging, by the way. We received a lot of messages of how people were blessed with yeah. that.
0: And we want to encourage you to because if you're going through a situation like we are or we went through, you know, our circumstances sucked during the moment but we were okay and we have been okay we've never really lost our joy and our faith in god yeah
2: and also humor helps i know that's crazy to say yeah the reason why i wanted to share those instagram stories videos that we had of us going to the hospital and i think janet that she didn't strangle me like you know we would joke around even in that style and even in that stuff and have fun and as janet was twerking and doing squats at, trying to make alani come yeah. out you need humor you need a laugh don't forget to smile and enjoy life thanks to these moments we are standing here today stronger wiser and filled with more faith than ever before thanks to all these challenging moments that we just shared with you within the last four chapters of our life and i know that we are in our breakthrough season our harvest season.
0: We're still praying. Where we will
2: see the fruits of our faith and hard work, especially having my dad as our hype man in heaven. And uh, before we wrap up, I want to share this story with you. As I was signing the contract for my father at the funeral home for all the services that we're going to provide, I was waiting to hear back from the project that is now a reality, which is us having our own independently owned radio show, the Shiboy show. And I was waiting on the contract. And as I signed my dad's contract for his funeral home to finish the whole process, I walked out of the funeral home and I checked my notifications and I had gotten an email. And that email was the final contract for this new blessing and journey.
0: Wow, God's timing.
2: Again, God's timing is never late. Definitely never early, but always on time.
0: You called me and you were like, Oh, gracias, papá.
2: I knew it was my dad's sake.
0: Yeah.
2: It's your time to, to go into the next chapter and turn the page.
0: Lo mm. bueno es que él se fue sabiendo.
2: He knew about this project. Knew, right? He knew, right? He was the first one to know. He knew more about this than anybody in my life besides Janet. Yeah. Because I would talk to him every day about it. And he was praying for me it to happen.
0: We love you, Pachonio.
2: And for those of you that have had loved ones pass away and go on to heaven, you know those signs that you get of them still being with you and how they bless you and how they're up there talking in God's ear and helping you out. So it's a beautiful. Those moments are beautiful because you know that they're still with you. And uh, we just want to encourage you that no matter what season you're going through right now, how difficult things may be for you, please know that Just how great moments don't last forever. The bad moments don't either.
0: Todo es temporal. Everything's
2: Everything's a season. That's what I've learned, babe. Mm -hmm. Everything's a cycle. So every minute that goes by, you're that much closer to your breakthrough, to your blessing, to the birth Mm -hmm. of the next beautiful thing for your life. So don't give up. Look up. Mm, And be filled with faith that God will work all things together we're good and he has plans to prosper you and not to harm you but to give you a hope and a future
0: our favorite bible verse jeremiah 29
2: that has been with us since jan and i were just friends yeah in san francisco and we had it as a post-it in our apartments mm-hmm. your apartment babe, my apartment and it's been our foundation scripture God knows we're going to need to read it over and over again. Sometimes I,
0: I would tell you, babe, just quote Jeremiah twenty eleven. look at me in the eyes, right? I'm like, we got to believe it. We got to believe it. I'm like, come on, babe, just tell, tell me. Tell it's me so to true. my eyes. And, and then
2: I'm like, babe, I know it. I know it. you're like, no, no say, say it, it, it out loud. Say it out loud. Speak. Sometimes look, you just need to speak God's promises out loud. I was
0: like, just look at me in the eyes and quote it. <laughs>
2: yeah, babe, absolutely. This brings us up to date. We don't know what's to come.
0: But we're going to enjoy the process either way.
2: (laughs) And we're going to continue trusting in God. Amen. No matter what. And we just want to encourage you. And as we say this to you, we say to ourselves to not allow anyone or anything to steal our joy or our peace. Nothing deserves that power over your life. We thank you for all the messages that you've sent us about the encouragement you're getting through us opening up about these experiences in our life but that's what life is about. It's about encouraging each other and just how we encourage you, trust. We get blessed a hundred times back with your comments on Apple Podcasts, on social media. For example, at D sent us this message, babe. I don't know if I've shared this with you in regards to us telling our story and opening up a bar to challenges.
0: Hi, boy and Janet. I really enjoyed everything that you guys talked about, how God has a purpose for everything, and how you guys started in Dallas, then went to New York, and
1: finally LA. And the way I see it is that
0: God planted you guys there for a specific purpose and I can also say that you guys blessed a lot of people on your way because you gained so many people that that love you guys that listen to you I mean it's just it's beautiful Jenna needs to get on that calm app because her voice was like so soothing I was literally falling asleep and then she started laughing and talking about something about Pete. but um, I love you guys I enjoy listening to you and thank you so much for sharing everything with us Oh, thank you so much
2: Thank you so much, Ms. Da Navarro D. Messages like that encourage us oh. so much. And we want to thank you because we know that we're not in this alone. Of course, we have God by our side. But to have you as a community mm-hmm. and to build this family and the things that you DM us with.
0: That's priceless. That we don't
2: get to share all the time on the podcast, but the things you're going through that you open up about because you feel that confianza, como yeah. que hey, si ellos están abriendo y hablando de sus problemas, if they're opening up to talk about their problems, I can too. And it's so freeing. Yeah. It's so therapeutic. Y'all have been such a blessing in our life with your comments and your love. So you we want m- to you, you.
0: make us cry too. Oh my gosh. Wait, so how many yeah, And plans? laugh. Like that one. Right, yeah.
2: right. Like the one that said <laughs> I'm boring as hell on the podcast <laughs> but on the radio <laughs> show. It's dope.
0: Pero si más de- desmadre y diversión, Hey, plug it. <laughs> Babe, before we go, I want to shout out Sylvia Safra. She wrote a beautiful comment, and I I just want to read it. It says, congratulations on your new show. I'm a little late, laugh out loud, but can't wait to listen to you guys tomorrow morning for my new home state in Cypress, Texas. Woo! I've been following you since NYC days. Muchas felicidades. On another note, you guys rock. I love Janet, the girls, and of course, you too. You're a down-to-earth familia. Because of you guys, I started to open up my heart and time more to God. It all started when I learned that uh dos de mis hijos for estar trabajando duro and also being a full-time college student, being a single mother of raising six children. Oh my God. and that's when I heard Janet about reading the Bible and going to church and being so close to God that I started to find a light at the end of the tunnel. I reached out to her about finding a Bible. Oh yeah, she did. <laughs> Ever since then, little by little, I've been more and more open to let God into my heart and my home. A very long story that I started three years ago, but very thankful I found you guys. Many blessings and success. Thank you for opening your heart, Silvia. This blesses me personally because, I mean, I I just shared with her, you know, on a DM, on a message, and and here she is telling us her testimony, how she's allowed God to work in her family, her home, her heart, and it's worked. Single mother of six. God bless you, Silvia.
2: You're a hero, Silvia. And the transformation that's to come, it's only going to get better. And it's all glory to God. And we're so grateful that just by us sharing our story and you being there listening, that we can encourage each other. It's a two-way road. And we can become stronger, wiser, and filled with more faith to face the challenges that we know are still to come. But now, we're better equipped Mm. to not allow the enemy to steal our joy or our peace. Amen. So, muchísimas gracias. Los queremos mucho. Estamos unidos. Somos una familia. Please continue to subscribe wherever you hear our podcast, whether it be on Apple, Spotify, iHeart app, but especially on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you leave a review and rate it. Thank you for all of you that repost us on your Instagram stories. That helps us tremendously.
0: And follow us on social media, hashtag Los Otelos, and on our website, losotelos.com.
2: Gracias. And remember to love, serve, and celebrate each other. Los queremos mucho. Ánimo. Till next week.
0: Thanks for listening to Hanging With...
1: the Sa-Dada's Podcast. Good mama and dada. It's a over. It's a over. It's a over. over. Oh, 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 oh. When you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member, life's an adventure with your long-distance amorcito. Because who doesn't love walking around the Big Apple con tu media naranja? Or finding the most romantic sunset overlooking the Pacific Ocean? And sneaking in besitos inolvidables in Venice? The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.annexslash you know.